Are you ready for a touch of Costa Rica? Join me for a life-changing adventure in the land of Pura Vida. See a friendly face holding a sign with your name on it. Hop in the van and journey through a continuous scene of palm trees, farmland, sugarcane fields, colorful homes, and Brahmin cows to arrive at the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samara Beach. Feel the excitement of what's to come at this wellspring of holistic health education, self-discovery, and community. Now, it's time to hear the story of one who has come before you. Welcome to A Touch of Costa Rica, a Costa Rican wellness travel podcast presented to you by the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samurai Beach, Costa Rica. You can learn more about their transformative offerings by clicking the link in this episode's bio. I'm Kiana Martin, your host and travel guide, on this brief yet powerful trip to introduce you to the people, places, and priceless takeaways that are waiting for you. Today, I'm thrilled to introduce you to some of the learning experiences offered at the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy and Yoga, as described by our wonderful instructors. Why has clinical work been your passion and life's work for the last three decades? Well, it it didn't really turn out, to, you know, it didn't start out that way. I didn't see myself working and doing kind of medical and clinically oriented massage at the outset. And part of that was that I didn't really know it existed. Uh, it wasn't until after getting into that a little bit. And I kind of recognized after being in, in this field for a little while that I was really drawn to that sort of um, medically and, and science oriented aspect of massage. But part of it um, really came for me a great deal by some early client experiences that I had where I was working with people. Um, uh, one instance in particular, I tell the story frequently because I just think it's really uh, important for us is that um, I, early on in my career, I set up a, a clinical practice in a medical office building because all my teachers had said, if you really want to get in with the healthcare system, you know, try to connect with the doctors and the other health professionals and do that. And so um, I had this opportunity to, to get this tiny little uh, treatment room space in a, in a medical office building and, you know, sent cards and brochures around to all the doctors. And one day, one of the doctors sent a patient to me. And I thought, this is great. We're going to start building this relationship. And she came in and she was obviously in a tremendous amount of pain. And um, I explained to her how to get on the massage table and kind of get prepared and do all these kinds of things. And I could see her looking at the massage table thinking, how am I going to get on that table? Because she had such bad back pain, she couldn't really move in various different positions. And I, of course, was thinking the same thing. How am I going to get her on this table? But the other thing that I was trying not to convey to her that was just shaking me in my boots was recognizing I have no idea what's wrong with this woman. And I, my primary goal in that treatment that day was I want her to be able to leave this office not worse than when she came in here. And if she does, then I will consider this a success. And as soon as she was out the door, I was into the books looking for the answers to that question. How do you figure out what's wrong when people come in with a serious pain complaint? How do you know? Because we didn't learn that. Nobody taught us that in school. And it was really kind of at that point, that was a major turning point for me of recognizing I have a lot more to learn about this whole big picture. There's a whole lot more to this than I thought there was. It's just, it's not simple answers. And there's a lot of things that we need to explore to really learn how to be good clinicians with people. 
For the first time ever, Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy will be offering massage therapists an opportunity to learn directly from you at the December Manual Lymphatic Drainage Certification course. Can you talk a bit about this experience and how it can enhance each participant's professional skill set? Over the years, the world is starting to pay more attention to the importance of the lymphatic system and its role in health. Taking this course helps a therapist add to their skills a way to work with certain populations that feel stuck, so to speak. I'm a clinical body worker specializing in postural alignment and rehabilitative forms of massage therapy. I work very deep in the body, not always about pressure, but more of a very specific approach to fascia and kinesiology work. MLD allows me to work with those that are unable to receive the deeper work and those that are not ready to receive a more focused structural work. The health benefits of general detox are amazing, amazing, but watching a body recover from trauma or injury with the aid of MLD really works to balance my career as a whole. So when I'm working with individuals and thinking about where they want to take their career, I always say when I'm unable to work on someone due to swelling, now I can work with them. Using MLD as a healing work can immediately, instead of waiting weeks or months before any other body work can be performed. And once the swelling is worked with, you'll find that the body responds better to your overall structural work or focused work that they might need on their healing journey. For our listeners who are new to massage, can you offer a brief overview of zero balancing and deep massage? Sure. Well, when I referred to rolfing, that's significant because it taught me that um, that you can use fairly deep pressure and affect the person in very profound ways, um, really changing their body structure as well as changing their energy. So I initially was teaching deep tissue massage at the Chicago School of Massage Therapy, uh, which is where I'm from originally, and uh, was teaching deep tissue. And I had studied structural body work, which was an offshoot of Rolfing with a man named Daniel Blake. And I decided that I wanted to also learn something about craniosacral therapy, which I heard some very provocative things about. So I studied craniosacral therapy, and very early on, I was amazed that they used very light pressure, but it felt like it was almost deeper uh, in its effect than the greater pressure that I was using in the structural body work and the deeper massage that I was doing. So at that point, I changed the name of what I was teaching from deep tissue to deep massage. And the meaning there, of course, is that you can affect a person deeply in many, many ways. And certainly you can affect a person as deeply with light pressure as with heavy pressure. Sometimes just a word or a look or any given experience can affect the person in a deep way. Coming from the music composition and art angle, of course I was interested in how do you affect the person profoundly. So that's why I started to call what I was teaching then deep massage. And uh, I began teaching that in 82, came to teach a workshop uh, nationally in 83, and then in Texas in 84 early, which led me to a decision to move to Austin, Texas, where I've been ever since. And um, so deep massage is a way to work with the person by recognizing that it's not just tissue that characterizes the individual. The individual is so much more than their tissues. They have ideas, they have thoughts, they have memories, they have emotions. And if you leave out everything except the physical, then basically you become a mechanical therapist. 
you really want to address the person, which includes their body. And so that's where deep massage and other forms of, of high-level holistic therapy are looking at how do you affect the whole person. Health and wholeness are obviously related to each other. And so deep massage is a form of addressing the person's health and amplifying it through working with the muscles and the nervous system and particularly looking, unlike deep tissue, which thinks, well, how do you affect the person with more pressure? We're looking at how do you find the pressure and the presence that works appropriately with that person? How do you find the way for them to let go from inside out? You see, deep tissue uses an outside-in model that says, I'm going to overpower your tension system. Deep massage works with an inside-out model that says, how can I evoke your capacity to let go of your tension because the thing that we've learned very dramatically in the last 10 years is the person is the source of relaxation i the therapist i can't relax somebody all i can do is kind of trigger the relaxation response in that person so that's where deep massage comes from is finding a way to work from inside out with that person and help them so that's, that's kind of a sense of deep massage. Zero balancing, interestingly enough, is noticing that we are muscular beings, but even more completely, we're musculoskeletal. Now, most massage therapists know how and have focused on how to relax and release the muscles and the fascia, the connective tissue in the body. But that second part of the equation, the skeletal, is something that they aren't necessarily familiar with how to address in a way that has a similar level of kindness and intelligence that we bring into doing massage. So zero balancing, when I encountered it, it opened up a whole new world for me because I had realized, I realized that there's a level of tension in the body that I wasn't addressing, even though I'd studied many varieties of body work. When I heard Dr. Fritz Smith, the founder of Zero Balancing Talk, he talked about the core energy in the person being linked to the deepest structure in the body, which of course is the bone, and the deepest energy in the body because he said, through every layer of your body, you have energy flowing because you're alive. And the deepest energy in your body is flowing through the bone. So I was like, I must know how to do that so that I could address the musculoskeletal being as well as the deepest levels of energy in the body. So um, zero balancing became then equally with deep massage, something that I continue to be fascinated by, and I continue to love teaching. This segment of our conversation is the perfect segue to a question that I have for our listeners. Are you looking to start or enhance your holistic health journey in a Costa Rican tropical oasis? Click the link in the podcast bio to secure your space in CRSMT's massage program and continuing education offerings. Learn how to use your power to touch the world at this transformational school. For the fourth year in a row, Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy will be offering massage therapists an opportunity to learn directly from you at the January 2023 Modern Cupping Therapy Workshop. Can you talk a bit about what listeners can expect from this continuing education experience and how it can enhance their professional skill set? Yeah, so the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy is in a class all of its own. They 
from the minute you arrive to the minute you leave, you are in a totally immersive experience and they help you. When you start planning, they facilitate all of your travel support. You know, they don't book your flights, but they're there to help you have success because international travel can be stressful for anyone. Add continuing education. Um, it is awesome to go there as a teacher and having done it for so long and in so many places with a lot of challenges, it's one of the easiest places that I can go as a teacher for a confident experience. And when the students come, you know, they all have different expectations, but everyone's had a wonderful experience in my classes. And you know that you're there with wild elements to consider and they all just go with the flow. And everybody gives me the greatest feedback after. They're like, thank you so much to the school. And thank you for bringing that information to the school because they're learning this wonderful information that changes a lot of what they do in such a wild environment. You can't beat it. It's really incomparable. What is the most common misconception about MLD? Uh, that it is not a massage. Um, we perform MLD with the hands, so there's a manual component to it. But the questions we get all the time is, you know, are we doing massage? We're not actually doing massage. We're extremely superficial. Massage creates inflammation and hyperemia, bringing blood flow to the area to help with healing, which is great. But with MLD, we're trying to avoid an increase in blood flow to an area and instead encourage the lymphatic system to do its job to clear the interstitial fluids from the interstitial spaces. Additionally, we can help reroute fluid from unhealthy areas to healthy areas to aid in the healing process. What is the wildest misconception that you've seen or heard when it comes to cupping therapy? Uh, that cupping has to hurt to be effective. That is so wrong. And it's actually one of the biggest takeaways some people will receive from our classes because we get a lot of skeptics. We get a lot of um, argumentative points that it has to be painful to get the results, but we help people see beyond the misconceptions, right? We help them understand the physiological components that are if they think, if they keep in mind that it has to be painful, they're doing more harm than good. And as a body worker, that's our first rule. We do no harm, right? We're here to help. So as a teacher, I like to correct that misunderstanding and educate. That's my goal. Keep it safe and let it be effective on its own, naturally. In closing, if you could sum up your holistic health journey in one word, what would it be and why? Well, continuing on with the travel theme, I'd say the one word maybe is exploration, because for many of us, I think when we get into some of these things, we don't recognize how big they are and how many different paths there are in front of us. And it's only sometimes through exploring those different paths that you learn about some of the things that you might not have learned about, or you open your mind to, to new things or new perspectives that you would not have seen before. And exploration is just always such a key to uh, you know creating some of those opportunities for you to expand yourself and then you know that comes back around to providing better patient care and, and better um, you know interactions with all the people that you're working with so ex the exploration is what leads you to um, get passionate about what you're doing and, and stay that way and stay engaged and excited about what you do on a day-to-day -day basis before we leave the sands of Samurai Beach behind, I want you to imagine one more sun rising up over the crystal blue waters of the Pacific Ocean. 
let it serve as your invitation to click the link in this episode's bio to join us for one of Costa Rica School of Massage Therapies, upcoming massage programs, retreats, or continuing education offerings. We can't wait to meet you.